What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another special Origin Stories episode of Cry Havoc. I know I said that these were going to be solo episodes before, but this one, as you might be able to tell from the podcast, like was perfectly impossible to do absolutely by myself because it just involves my girlfriend Brittany so much. This episode is entirely about my recent trip that I'm currently on, actually, to Austin, Texas. I came here to do some open mics, try out my hand at stand-up comedy in a city that actually does a lot of stand-up comedy. And let me tell you, I have enjoyed my time so much here. I really, I don't even want to leave. I just want to be here forever. And trust me, I will be fucking back. So, um... Y'all just enjoy this episode of the podcast. I really enjoyed making it, and uh, I hope it's as fun for y'all as it was for me. Thank you. I don't know. I can work with this. I can yeah. work with this. The definition of consciousness. Yes. I can make a dollar out of a dime here. We somehow... Obviously, feet is mm. number one. Mm-hmm. 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 We're able to develop feet. Alright, here we fucking are, Austin, Texas, recording a podcast, finally, finally fucking made it, um, I know I'm making it sound like we just got here, but it's been a week, so I wanted to do, uh, sort of a recap of the week episode, I know, um, I've been doing the origin stories thing, so this kind of... I feel like it's also an origin story for myself, for sure, because... <laughs> from Austin. Coming to Austin has been a phenomenal experience, especially, like, for, like, giving me hope that stand-up comedy is actually a possible career. It's a, it's a thing. Yeah. It's an actual thing. It's a real Unlike thing. Especially around Augusta, here. Augusta, Georgia. <laughs> Augusta is great We're if you want to make fifty dollars a month. That. Like, <laughs> if you're okay with making fifty dollars a month doing stand-up comedy, Augusta, Georgia is fantastic. Um, it's just not uh, we lost we we lost a lot of comedians in the 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 lost big vid. A few good boys. Yep. Few good boys. Uh, but anyway, this is about Austin. So. <laughs> It's a uh, about 16 hour drive. Google Maps says 15, but they don't account for you like stopping for gas or, or like being else. a human being. Yeah. So <laughs> we started the drive at 8 p.m. on Friday. <laughs> or should I say I started the drive? Yeah. I hate driving. Oh my god, especially at it. night. So it was rough getting here um 
there were several times that we had to like just stop and pull over just to mm-hmm. just recoup. recoup sit there for a minute relax oh my god it's just it's stressful driving halfway across the country yeah. literally it's a thousand miles so many miles like i got i've got a car before we came here yeah really ordered a car over the internet yeah fucking a (laughs) if you ever need a car get it off the internet so much less stress it was stressful as fuck still but so much less stress but you know i'm glad my thousand miles went on the old car (laughs) two thousand two yeah gonna be two thousand which isn't much and i would have way rather done it in a cross track but you Mm -hmm. know Hmm. It is what it is. Um, so, I guess, like, on the way here, I had been told by several people, including, well, I guess I say several people. I think it's really just one. It's my coworker, Christian. He told me to check out Bucky's because he said everybody that's ever been to Texas had said, told him to check out Bucky's. So, on the way here, like, I saw it, and it was just like, we were driving on the way. I thought it was supposed to be like a convenience store, but like, which it turns out it is. It's gas station slash convenience store. It's just like bigger than a fucking Walmart. It's like a warehouse. Everything's um, bigger in Texas. Everything. Oh yeah. Absolutely everything. You want a medium beverage? Yeah. Yeah. It's let's like throw 32 a couple ounces. 12 extra ounces in that bitch. All right. <laughs> yeah. The highways are bigger. The fucking signs for all the businesses are way bigger. Like, even just McDonald's has just a massive fucking sign. Like, I think it's some sort of psychological thing where since they say that everything is bigger, if there's ever an opportunity to buy the bigger version of something, they always just go for it. That's Um, the default. So, yeah... We finally got into Texas, got into Austin, or uh, I should say Pflugerville. Yeah, spelled. P-F-L-U-G-E-R-Ville. Yeah. Um, and I know how to spell Ville, I just didn't feel like it. But, anyway... Um, we got to the Airbnb, met our host, Steve, who's... Dope as shit. Dope as hell. Cool as fuck. Yeah. He, he's traveled, he's a teacher. He's got a really he's cool been place. Been all over the place. Yeah, his place, you can clearly tell this man has seen the world. Like, and he's, it, it looks, it looks that like he has been the one that has done all of the renovations in his home. And that kind of personal touch yeah. is gorgeous when you can tell someone has spent, like, their effort, their time, yeah. their their pure energy into their home. Like, yeah. I can't wait to have that. It's really nice. We got our own room. We've barely seen Steve just because of our schedules. This He's a school yeah, teacher, he's a, he's so teacher. it's the exact opposite schedule of a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why a lot of stand-up comedians just so happen to also be school teachers. Because you oh, can do both. Cool. Um, I mean, it's the same reason an electrician works out. Like, if you have mm-hmm. a, you know, like 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. job, that's 
about the time that you're yep. not Open doing stand up. Yeah. yeah. Open mics are starting. Sign ups are starting. Yeah. Which is another thing here. This um, the Let's first see. night we got here, we went to. Um, we didn't do comedy at all. We just went to a Korean barbecue place. I was so fucking tired. There was no way I would have been any good on stage after no, driving 16 hours through the night. So um, we fucking slept. We slept for like half the day. Yeah, we got here at noon and then passed out until like five. And yep. then went and got food and then came back and fell asleep again. Like, it was rough. A very rough recuperation period of... Yeah. God damn. And... It's like an hour different in time zone, so mm-hmm. we're an hour a behind. Jet laggy. <clears throat> yeah, so like at eleven p.m., it feels like midnight, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so the first thing we did stand up wise was Sunday afternoon. There was a open mic at this place called San Jack Saloon, and. Um, Definitely the host. a saloon. <laughs> yeah, definitely a saloon. Very Texas you, vibes. You walk into the atypical cowboy doors. Oh yeah, the swing double swinging saloon. doors yeah. that swing both ways, and like everybody's got fucking They're cowboy hats on. They're sitting on a barrel and got you got their boots on, sipping on <clears> some good old whiskey. Yeah, or Lone Star, uh-huh. which I normally just drink Yingling because I am like. It's just everywhere, and I don't have to worry about, like, picking off of a menu, so I just say yingling every time. And now I get to Texas and find out that they're just now getting yingling. Big so ass sign. Almost, We're bringing the goods to Texas, but yeah. not yet. Yingling has not a yet. billboard. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> um, They're just teasing everyone. <laughs> but yeah, so I saw, I looked around, I was like, what is everybody else in the bar drinking? And seriously about 60% of them had a can that said Lone Star on it. And I was like that makes fucking sense. Mm-hmm. I guess it is Texas. So I got myself a Lone Star and guess what? It's just as good as Yingling. It's just regular ass beer that's everywhere. Just beer you can get wherever you go and you don't have to worry about like oh is this from such and such brewery or what? I don't know. Yeah. I've never. Craft brews or ales. I only started liking beer after it had been, shitty beer had been forced down my throat for so long in such large quantities. Uh, just partying. And then everybody's like, let's do more beer. And I'm like, okay, I guess it's cheap. Um. I've never liked beer ever. But ever, see ever, now ever, I ever, I ever. enjoy good tasting beer, but like a lot of new. Uh, I didn't like, like blue. Like I liked Blue Moon. Blue Moon was a really good beer. I liked. Mm-hmm. Just throw a couple orange slices, cranberries. Yeah. Mm, so blue Moon's pretty good. That's what they used to make the beer mosas at uh, World of Beer. Nice. Blue Moon and orange juice. So it's basically mm-hmm. just extra orange. Um, anyway, the open mic at San Jack was hosted by Nick Roach, who I got to know a little bit after the open mic. While we were there, got to see a lot of the comedians 
while I was there, didn't really, like, get to know a whole bunch of them, but I met a few of them outside smoking, which is, like, the ultimate social (laughs) connection method, which I'm trying to give up doing, so, anyway... (laughs) You can still, I can still be outside. Just, yeah, you can yeah. still be outside. I'm just hanging out like a nerd. Yeah. Um, hey. <laughs> it just is so much cooler to have a cigarette. I'm just kidding. All the children listen to our podcast. Don't start smoking. It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. It's expensive. It makes you stink. Your teeth turn yellow. It's gross to kiss someone after they've had a fucking cigarette. Thanks. <laughs> Look, there's a lot of people where they're like, oh, yeah, it fucking sucks. Ugh. Kissing a cigarette sucks. Like, imagine smoking one. Imagine smoking one. Mm-hmm. I'm imagining it right now. <laughs> so. Get used to it, because it's going to be a thing of your memories. Anyway, I was asking these other comedians, because, like, I only found out about open mics and stuff here from the Facebook group, which is fine and all. I didn't realize Instagram was going to be so important. Huge. Everybody's got a fucking Instagram. Well, see, the main thing is that's where they post all of the open mics. Nobody is posting their open mics on fucking Facebook. They're all getting posted on Instagram, which by the way, if you're in Austin and you're looking for open mics, it's Austin, Texas Comedy, I believe. Uh, yes, Austin, Texas Comedy is the handle on Instagram to follow. Everything. They post Everything you every single need. open mic that gets posted chill gets spots, reshared there. All the chill fucking bars and shit. Yep. Um, also, like, how to sign up and everything. Mm-hmm. Which, um... They're very supportive. It's so nice out here. It's not competitive. Like, yes, it is competitive because, you know, it's a craft. It's fame. It's a career choice for most people when they're actually seriously doing it. But that's really nice to see. They're very welcoming. Yes. Very, very welcoming. It's nice. Yeah, we've had nothing but good interactions with people for the most part. I think Mm -hmm. pretty much all of it, actually. Um, so anyway, after San Jack, I had heard from some of the comedians that there was going to be an open mic at the Creek in the Cave, which, like, I've heard about on Joe Rogan's podcast a bunch of times. He talks about how amazing of a venue it is. So much so that I accidentally thought that Kill Tony was going to be at the Creek in the Cave on Monday. (laughs) And this was Sunday, by the way. So... We went to the Creek in the Cave, and, um... It's an open mic. It was an open mic, and Hans Kim was there, the newest regular on Kill Tony. Um, he was also at San Jacks. He was at San Jacks. Yep. And, uh... He was hopping mics. open mic at Creek in the Cave was actually hosted by one of the people that is mentioned all the time on Kill Tony, and it's, uh, Yoni. I don't... I think he... Works at CM Smokehouse or something. Something like that. Anyway. Yeah, he's some, his name's out there. His name's out there. Uh, but anyway, we went over to that, and I 
did a set there that I decided to just sort of, you know, freeball it a little bit. Like, I relied a little bit on bits that I had planned, but most of it I was just trying to, like, get out the jitters of mm-hmm, the first being one in Austin, was, yeah, being on stage. The first one was a little rough. <laughs> well, they're all, I mean, rough. Yeah. they're all attended by almost every open mic. And I've said this for a long time about open mics just in general, is that, like, either you're at an open mic to perform something, and basically all of these open mics are specific comedy, so you're either there because you're a comedian, or you had no idea there was an open mic going Mm -hmm. on. And if you had no idea there was anything going on, like, there's not a lot, there's not a huge crowd that that's going to pull in if people don't know about it. But, um, most of the open mics here are... In some pretty big bars. Like, yeah. the bars are probably double the size. Still. Yeah. Bigger. Fucking bigger in Texas. The yeah. first bar was multiple stories. It was three stories, but the top is the rooftop that retracts. We did not see that, unfortunately. But, yeah. um, it was pretty fucking awesome. Second bar was the Creek in the Cave. Cave. That's single, single story, but it is huge, 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 huge. The audience, the seating is separate. You just got a curtain. Yeah, there's a curtain between the audience and the bar, which is nice. So nice. It keeps noise, so you can hear. You can hear everyone on stage. You can still quickly access, you know, when you need to just go grab a drink and still hear what's happening. It's a real stage, Yeah, it's a real fucking stage. Yeah. Um, Very minimal set design. (laughs) There's just a a bear in the corner with a a hat and a fish. With a cowboy hat, yeah. Oh my god. Love it. It's phenomenal. They got some professional lights, but they're just running. (laughs) But yeah, so did that open mic and then we sort of crashed for the night um still was in recoup still in recoup mode yeah monday was a little more eventful oh we did um i think sunday during the day we went grocery shopping got to check out h-e-b oh it's so fucking amazing it's is it's bigger than costco it's so much bigger than costco and sam's it's like if Publix and Costco had a baby. Yeah, their produce is on point, and they support local fucking butchers and farmers. Like, fuck yeah, you go Texas, give me my farm to table in my OG grocery store because it's like their Walmart here. Yeah, but it's not Walmart quality. Like it's everywhere, and it's good ass quality because they source fucking locally. Like. This podcast yeah. sponsored by H-E-B. <laughs> H-E-B. We um, are a grocery store. <laughs> so, <laughs> improv, not there yet. But, I will say, like... That improv set, though. I, I don't know. I, was, I wasn't was, feeling great about that set. It was okay. I... I Got there a were few literally it was so it was it's still jittery so what yeah. i found is that there's like a point of the night that's like probably 11 to like midnight maybe 
that's like basically dead mm-hmm. in all of the in like almost all the open mics there's like a certain period of, there's like an hour maybe of all of them that is like almost everyone's still trying to get not out attended to, yeah. yeah start to move and either everybody's at a different moving. mic or like you yeah know, they all migrate they, they migrate in groups yeah they travel in yeah, herds they, travel they in do herds. move in herds <laughs> um so like it was at that point of the night where there were like maybe three or four people in there but like one thing i've also discovered is that like if you wait if you go to an even later open mic like something that starts at midnight it's gonna get fucking wild. Like wild. Late, everyone late, all the late night comedy have is... just been getting fucking sloshed. Oh my god. Drunk driving is a f- Everybody They're, talks about yep, it. Everyone talks about it. Drunk uh, driving is a fucking sport. I'm not sure I've heard a comedian sport. yet that doesn't have a bit yep. about drunk driving in Texas. So yeah, it's um it's a problem. It's mighty popular, I guess. Oh, yeah. Either that or it's just uh, one of those things where it just gets in the... Uh, culture? Gets, well, it just gets absorbed Gets in the, the stand-up town. culture anyway because all the comedians are watching all the other comedians. Oh, yeah. And they're also yeah. thinking about drunk driving or, like, maybe doing it. I don't know. I'm not going to accuse don't anybody. They're all comedians. It. Yeah. <laughs> I am going to just assume that all of you are joking. Yep. Um, Let's go with that. But anyway, it's like, it's a very common premise, at least, amongst the comedians, is drunk driving, um, 9-11. Billionaires in space. Billionaires <laughs> in space. Yeah, which I, I love it. have really been enjoying, like, every single night, going out, seeing comedians, watching comedy laughing my ass off i've never laughed more in a single span of time than i have this fucking week and i have cracked up hard like legitimately oh my fucking god hurting hurting and like your mouth is just dry because you can't you can't produce any anything else yeah anything else well that might be the weed too but yeah well the dry mouth might (laughs) yeah Anyway, so, we, um, let's, I guess, we're going chronologically, right? Let's check our yeah, list. Yeah, let's see our so, list. So, uh, okay, we also went to Whole Foods in Oh my Austin. god. It's also huge. 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 Everything in Texas. So fucking huge. Everything in Texas. Um, so... One thing that we found there at Whole Foods, which we had to go to Whole Foods because H-E-B be slacking when it comes yep. to vegan deli, deli meats. meats. They have all of the fucking fake meats you can imagine. Yeah, they got like their hamburger and their patties. Fresh stuff. Yeah. They got they meatballs. balls deep in the vegan hearts. Meatless balls. Yeah. Say. <laughs> Meatless balls. Um, but no vegan deli meat equivalent. Mm. Um, so we had to go to Whole Foods for that, which I was like, of course Whole Foods is going to have it. Duh. Um, and our fucking reusable water bottle, we should have brought both of them, Mm. but it's Mm. just not big enough to counteract how much weed. Um, (laughs) the dry mouth is real. So we had to get some water and, um, I was like, let me just get the biggest 
least expensive bottle of water that I can find at Whole Foods, which I know is going to be a challenge. I already knew yep. it was going to be a challenge. And then, just so happens, on an end cap, there's these giant bottles of water. Huge. 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 Like, Again. <laughs> probably, like, 40, 50 ounces. And, um, anyway, I just go ahead and Would they're, like, a dollar yeah. and a half. I was like, okay, well, it fucking 20 ounce Dasani is $2, so I'm gonna go ahead and get this massive one for $1.50. Uh, turns out it's actually, uh, Chuck Norris's water. <laughs> it's fucking it says on the bottle amazing. that they got it from, like... Hold on, hold on, do we still yeah, have the bottle? Grab, I wanna read the, the bottle. bottle. Yeah, we'll read what the label on the bottle says, but it essentially... And this might be an exaggeration, but essentially says that Chuck Norris roundhouse kicked a rock like <laughs> Moses in the desert and produced this fucking water. So great. So, Where's it's the on that side. Do right, you want to read it? I want to read it. Okay. Yeah. If I can see it. Oh, my eyeballs. Can you see it? Yeah, I'm like trying to... Okay, you want me it's to not read reflective. it and then there you repeat go. it? No. <laughs> I got it. I can see it now. There's no other way to describe water that erupts from the ground with such clarity and smoothness. Filtered through volcanic rock and dating back 23,000 years ago to the last ice age. Seaforce National. Oh, nope, sorry guys, I fucked that up. Seaforce Natural Artisanal Water comes directly from a living, sustainable aquifer deep underneath Chuck Norris's Lone Wolf Ranch. To give you the best premium water on the planet, we bottle at source to preserve the water's minerals and naturally high pH. Seaforce isn't just water, it's Chuck Norris's water. It's a roundhouse kick of hydration. So I was close with my description. <laughs> it's, and you know what? They're fucking right. I swear Facts. to God, the dry mouth thing was absolutely real. And it Edible, took like one. Edibles, such worse dry mouth. It took such worse. like, well, it might just be the strain too. Yeah. Yeah. That could be a but, thing. It took, like, one swig of that water to, like, get rid of that dry mouth. And I was like, holy shit, why does this work better than regular water? <laughs> and, I mean, it's supposed to it, be water, yeah, right? Yeah, it's just, it's just water. Like, I get no. it, it's special-ass water, C-force. but Seaforce. Straight hydration. This podcast sponsored by Seaforce. <laughs> Drink it or get kicked in the fucking face <laughs> um so after whole foods uh well i think we were just recapping so that was like sunday during the day yeah we already mentioned sunday at night monday we have energy finally we finally have we some. know kill tony's gonna happen later yes so we got a whole ass day y'all yes we got a whole ass day finally is that the day we did yoga? Uh, was that Monday? Uh, I think that was Tuesday. Tuesday. So, what did we do during the day on Monday? I think What we, did we do Monday? We probably have pictures. We I went to some stores. Did. That's what it was. We was went it, shopping. Was it stores? We went window shopping, basically. Because, like, 
I mean, we didn't bring a whole lot of extra money, and the main point of this trip was supposed to be for stand-up comedy, so I didn't want to oh, yeah. spend we a whole lot driving. on souvenirs. We so just driving around, seeing the city. Driving around, seeing the city, checking out stores and murals. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. There we go. We went to Juice Land. I remember that. That was amazing. Juice Land is delicious. They have a whole bunch of, like, all-natural smoothies. Care for some dry mouth, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Juice Land was dope. I got um, a, uh, I, I think it was called the Moon Tower. Which was a smoothie. It oh, had yes. cacao yeah, it was. and I added peanut butter in it. It was delicious. Yeah, it was like almond milk. Or sorry, hemp milk. They make their own hemp milk. Yeah. Um, and that is what is primarily used in their smoothies. We got in the car and we were trying to decide where to go next. And I had such bad dry mouth. <laughs> Chronic. And Chronic Brittany, issues. Yes. <laughs> And Brittany was looking up places to go, and she was like, oh, Juice Land. And I was like, that sounds like it. We're going. Yep. (laughs) And I instantly looked it up, and I was like, I need juice. I need yummy juice. So, Delicious ass Mine was like some watermelon strawberry thing. It was... Oh, yeah. It was such a pretty orange, too. Yeah. P.S. My new crosswalk is also No ice. So, it was all just (gasps) juice. Yep. Yeah. Straight fucking pressed juice. Straight juice. So good. All that of the juice. Don't edit that out and clip it. Like that's. I don't want to. Act. Think I. People to think I'm on steroids. <laughs> but I do love the juice. <laughs> so. Like the juice. Um. That night, Monday night, the big night. The big night. Fucking kill Tony. This is the big one out of the way. My opportunity to get on the largest live podcast on the fucking planet by just putting my name in a goddamn bucket. Um, I didn't get to go on. (laughs) It was okay. My Uh, name didn't get picked out of the bucket. I was not that lucky. Everybody's name that did get picked out of the bucket had been someone who has been there is a local and has performed at least twice. Yeah. At least. Um, anyway, but we got there and, um, like, once again, like, I had these fucking Austin jitters of, like, getting here mm-hmm. and being mm-hmm. close to all this shit and being like, it being holy real. fuck, it's real. It being a real Thing. It was yeah. so overwhelming just walking into a legitimate venue. Like, it yep. is a venue. It is just a venue. It is not a... Vulcan Gas yeah, Company. Yeah, it is a dope-ass venue. Yeah, 100%. Two-story. Fucking lit. Balcony smoking area with a live mural artist who is the one that live paints uh i do not know he live paints every show every kill tony show yeah Yeah, i think it's jacob i think it's jacob something maybe something i'm not not 100 percent sure but there's so many names to remember every fucking show that's been Um, the hardest part i'd say is remembering people's names like i can point them out i can tell you their sets i can tell you where i've seen them what stage they've been on and yeah. Oh, maybe a little bit about them, but their names? Bruh. <laughs> There's so many. So yeah. many names. I really do enjoy having 
like seeing everybody's five minutes that they're working on this week. Mm-hmm. It's because most of the open mics, most of them, it's it ranges between like two to five minutes that you're going to be getting on stage because there are a lot of comedians. There are a shitload of them. Um, which is to be expected. I knew that was going to happen here. Um, and I had even been told by uh, Jared before we left. Jared McCorkle, if anybody knows him, shout out. Hilarious dude. Cool as fuck. Cool as fuck. Um, but he did let me know that Austin, like most of the open mics, are, like I said in the beginning, mostly just attended by comedians, which... It's still dope as shit. Like, I didn't expect it to still be dope as fuck. They're still funny as fuck. Like, if I don't shout you out on this podcast, like, I'm it's just so sorry. It's just because I don't remember your fucking it's name. It's so hard to remember, everyone. <laughs> but, uh, it's just another amazing community of stand-up comedians, and, like, I've really enjoyed hanging out with all of you. If any of you even listen. You probably will, hopefully. Maybe, yeah. We'll, we'll see. I'll post it on Instagram, you know? On the Instas, yeah. He's learning the Instas. Yes. He's had everybody, an Instagram. Everybody has fucking Instagram. <laughs> yeah, um, and now, like, it's so weird because every time, like, I want to add somebody on Instagram, they're like, let me type my name into your Instagram search bar. And I'm like, okay, but to click the search thing, you have to go to the explore tab. And that means you're going to see so many feet. It's so many feet. It is every picture on this. It, like, there's maybe one or two times that I'll go on there. Like, I'll click the search tab. And then it's like there's a Lego thing on the side. <laughs> and it's just surrounded by women's feet. Like, yeah. So, like, I have to click the tab while they're, like, the phone's turned away from them, and then, like, click the search (laughs) bar, and then let them type on the keyboard. He's perfected the method, too. It's, oof. (laughs) Not changing it, though. Like, I, (laughs) actually, you know what, after they've seen my set enough times, I swear, I just, like, fucking hand it to them, like, (laughs) They ought to expect it. Yeah. I'd like to see your explore tabs, huh? <laughs> see what you've been looking at on Instagram. Just look at toes. Yeah. <laughs> toes and souls. Yes. <laughs> oh, the souls. <laughs> They're really the window to the soul. Is that too obvious? I don't know. I think it's cliche enough to be perfect. So, Kill Tony, um, we got to see Audrey Scott go up. I remember your name, Audrey. We've been hanging out. That's dope. Uh, cool as fuck. Check out her comedy. Yeah, Illuminadri on Instagram. I'm definitely not going to remember most of your Instagram handles. and that But should... that is one that is uh, yeah. fucking phenomenal. It's a good Instagram Huge handle. shout out. Yeah better than mine mm-hmm. um anyway uh audrey scott was on this episode of kill tony this week which everybody else will be able to listen to monday this should be coming out tomorrow which will be saturday because i want to release these podcasts on the 28th 
mm. each month. Perfect. That way I'll have one release on my birthday. Woo-hoo. Anyway, um, Thomas something. He's a ginger dude with the craziest hair and oh beard. Oh my god, it's great and like swirly it's, mustache uh, out it's of the phenomenal. beard sometimes. It's majestic. So majestic. That's the word. Majestic. Very majestic. Um, I got to meet William Montgomery and Hans Kim while we were there. After the show, we got to hang out. I mean, there's like a whole after party so after the show. big. It's phenomenal. So big. Um, and they've got a band playing. And these shows are packed out. Oh yeah, these shows are fucking one hundred percent packed out. This is not like a oh we struggled to sell tickets, uh, our covers fucking fifteen dollars yeah. sold we out need to make money. No, sold it is out. sold out. Uh, these shows are at least fifty bucks, like yeah. admission. Well, it was for two people. It's thirty dollars general admission for okay. one person. So That's still sixty bucks. Yeah, sixty bucks, 60 bucks plus yep. the fucking. Every ticketing website has to charge a fee, so mm-hmm. it's like 70 mm-hmm. 75 with tax and everything. But anyway, it was worth it. And it was general admission, so we didn't really get a seat where you could see directly onto the stage. But they have mm-hmm. so many TVs in that place that are constantly running everything that's going on stage that you could see what was going mm-hmm. on. Um, we saw, like, the tops of people's heads. <laughs> yeah. All the all the strippers that made out with Hans Kim. Yes. We saw the yeah. tops oh. of their heads. Well, see, <laughs> and, and the sort thing of was, them. <laughs> yeah, we saw them because they were sitting like they were at a across table from us. Yeah, from us. Yeah. yeah, and you could see every single one of them. Hot. Yeah. Hot. Oh my god. Oh, that's one thing, one thing we, we ha- haven't done yeah. yet. We haven't gone to the strip club. We we both have you never think been we should to a do strip that club. As the finale? Do that Ooh. Saturday, go to the Yellow Rose. Yeah, there we go. Finalize the trip. I don't know. It sounds expensive. It does sound um, expensive. <laughs> $100 bottles were the uh, the sale that was offered the to us. sale! <laughs> There's an after party at the Yellow Five Rose. $100 off bottles, your entrance $5 feet. off your cover. Yeah. <laughs> How like, much is um, the cover? <laughs> yeah. Yikes! <laughs> um... But yeah, they they were definitely attractive. Um, and they're not like Augusta strippers. Well, obviously. <laughs> or well, Atlanta strippers. Obviously. Like yeah, Atlanta strippers kind of get better, been but some... they hot. They got yeah. booties. They got them curves, and they ain't like the either if it's like a boob job or a butt job. I'm sorry, but they got some good ass doctors. Oh, there was one comedian the other night telling a story about a girl's ass implants popping on his face. When he that was, was a at club. a strip club called The Living Room. Uh, yeah. That was a, from his description, this is what happened. He's from the town that it's in. Um, shout out to my hometown, Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> Yay. So glad we're known for this. I didn't even notice that part. <laughs> yeah, there was only me and one other guy from Dayton, Ohio. Um, and uh, it's this stripper who was a meth head who just had a couch in her living room and, like, you know, two other 
rooms in the trap house. Uh, and it just got so big. She was stripping and giving lap dances and, you know, the she the usual literally brothel built things. additions onto her house to make the strip club bigger. Onto her fucking house. Oh, my to God. To add a room with a lazy boy. Yeah. For private lap yeah. And the fucking strip club's called the living room. Like, just, it's just called the living room. <laughs> yep. Um, so, anyway, we get into Kill Tony. And, like, we're sitting there looking around. It's fucking crazy. Hans Kim is walking past, which at this point he's, and even still, he's kind of like a celebrity to me because he's funny as fuck. I respect the shit out of him. From Augusta, Georgia. He's a regular (laughs) on goddamn Kill Tony, which is one of my favorite podcasts ever. So like mad props, bro. Like I was nervous to talk to you. Um, If Hans Kim ever (laughs) listens to this. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Like you never time. know. Yeah, you right. never know what he'd be doing in his spare time. Yeah, I don't know right. what half of these comedians do for a living. He don't so. even follow me back, I bet. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, like, Hans Kim is walking back and forth to the bar and stuff. Or sitting there. I was like, holy shit. And then I look over and I'm like, holy shit, that's Brian Redband. Oh, my God. And Andrew was fangirling. Yeah. Hard. A little and bit. And I felt every fucking bit of bit of yeah. it. Every bit of it. Like, I first of all, yes, I was under the influence of edibles. I was not, because I was ready to and do stand Yeah, he was he wanted to be prepared. He wanted to be fully prepared. No chances. No nothing. If I get one minute, I'm yep, making it a good goddamn minute. Making it last. Minute. Making it fucking last. Um, so anyway, Brittany goes, what are you gonna do if Joe Rogan's up there? Like on stage. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I might. That's not fucking possible. Yep. He's not going to oh, do immediate, that. Immediately no was way. like, there's no, no, just, yeah, the one time we're here is when Joe Rogan's here, blah, 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 blah. I like is going down the rabbit hole because he's already starting to get worried because he's seeing all his famous idols and shit. And I'm like, oh my God, like breathe for a second because guess what? That's a fucking possibility. Like Joe Rogan lives here. He fucking lives here. And I'm like, you know, explaining all of the very deadpan facts of this is just a frequent hangout place for him that he could just walk the fuck in if he wanted to, like... Yeah. Come on, like, it's Joe and Rogan. Not five minutes later <laughs> did I hear Tony Hinchcliffe's voice saying, Our guest tonight, Joe Rogan and Eleanor Kerrigan. Fuck. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. I was. He came in his pants. He had to have came in his pants a little bit. Just a tiny just bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit of breathing. Just a tad. <laughs> Just a tad. A little bit of joker. Just a little bit of joker. It's going uh, out. <laughs> um, I only went to the bathroom like six times so that I could walk downstairs and get a look at his face in person. That's like if anybody saw my status about me being, quote, 15 feet away from Joe Rogan, that's what it was. I was going downstairs to go to the bathroom to so to I pee. could s- to pretend to pee so I could sneak a peek at Joe Rogan's face. Guys. <laughs> Oh my god. I can't imagine what it would have been like if I had gone up on stage. I 
it might have been bad. It might have been been real bad. Even though I was sober, it might have been terrible. That might have made it worse. I don't know. But. Fucking. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan works in mysterious ways. And we accept what comes to us. I stayed for the after party. We got to meet Brian Redband and that Tony Hinchcliffe. Cool as fuck, you guys are cool as fuck. Oh my They're god, such dope people. Okay, like. they're definitely not gonna listen to this. <laughs> There's no <laughs> chance in hell. You never know. You never fucking know what's gonna happen. Like that. If that's something Texas has shown me, is like, oh my god, yeah. You never fucking know what's gonna happen. Keep Austin weird. It's yeah. working. It's working. I love it. It is very weird, and I do mm-hmm. love it very much because that is. It's it's I what is also, making it work. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So um, we met Brian Redman out on the roof of the Vulcan Gas Company. They have this smoking area up top. And he was convinced. Fucking convinced that him oh, and yeah. Andrew had talked on VR chat. I <laughs> one billion percent convinced. Look, this is my podcast, Red Band. <laughs> I can say this on my podcast without you interrupting me. I have never played VR chat. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was definitely. He said you were in VR chat the other day, and I was like, no, I don't. No, I never used VR chat. I don't even have it downloaded. He was on like, my "What's your office. name?" Yeah, Andrew. Andrew. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You were in chat. Like he was. He was convinced. I don't know if somebody else in Fucking VR convinced. chat is stealing my name and look, but stop wearing crop tops. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we got to chat it up with him for a minute, and William Montgomery, and all the like regular cast of Kill Tony other than Michael Lair who I assume just heads home afterwards I can't imagine he has much tolerance for partying um anyway uh we were about to leave they put out uh, (laughs) they put out this tray of desserts I had the munchies yeah munchies and literally there were just three tables of nothing but desserts and i was in heaven yeah they were for everybody too we're not stealing celebrities desserts (laughs) okay i don't want accusations they were definitely for everybody it was was like key lime pie coconut and they were like like little teeny tiny mini key lime pies pies. they were so fucking good i don't know who catered but damn that was fucking good i don't know what kind of cake it was key lime pies because they were small (laughs) they were tiny they was real tiny so yeah um it took one to go because i i was like all right i'm i know i'm being a fat ass i know i've had one of each of these desserts and a slice of the cake I wanted a piece of Joe Rogan's face, okay? And I ate it. Yeah, I they ate his fucking Joe eyeball. Face on the cake. I don't know if that counts as like my 11th eyeball I licked, but I definitely licked his eyeball. <laughs> You've licked 10? I've licked 10, yeah. 10 eyeballs. I never made it to 12. Is it 10 people's eyeballs? 10 or is it 10 eyeballs. eyeballs total? 10 people's eyeballs. Have people... Have they there been people... Consented. Yes, I know. All of eyeball looking was consensual. What I'm asking is, 
were there um, people that let you lick both of their eyeballs? Yeah, but I only counted it as like one. So eyeball. how many total number of eyeballs have you licked? Do you total know total number of eyeballs? Um, this is a fun tangent, but this is a very fun tangent. How many fun how facts many? about Brittany? <laughs> yeah, what's the total number of eyeballs? I think there's only been like three. I'd I'd say three to five, three to five people that let me like both because most of the time they were like, oh, that wasn't so bad. Like that was the most frequent so, thing was, oh, that wasn't bad. You can move the other one. Between like, yes. thirteen to fifteen eyeballs. Yeah, roughly. Holy shit. Let's go with 14. 14. Say 14 yeah. eyeballs licked total. Mine still withstanding. Yes. No. <laughs> not gonna happen, Captain. He does not want me to lick his eyeballs. I have tried and I want to so bad. If my eyes go so bad, bad, there's no way I would ever do contacts. I hate eyeball stuff. Eyeball I hate stuff eyeball stuff so, too, but I want to so lick them. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Let's get on. Fangirling. <laughs> yes. Well, okay. Um, and like first of all, it's it's, you know, the show has the show has gone on for a few hours. The yeah, hangout, like, the after party it's like has gone 30, on It's like 11:30, which to us is like 12:30. Yep. So we was we was feeling it, you know, the the jitters of the night were still fucking there, but you know, it's like that leftover effect of yeah. where you're just feeling them and that's it. And uh the only person we hadn't talked to the whole time because, you know, he swarmed with people is Tony Hedgecliffe. And we're walking out yep, out of the Vulcan, to... about to leave, because we're like, you know, everyone's clear now. Everyone's leaving. Uh, yeah, Red, like... Ban- Red Bands is left, so he... No, he was still there. Oh, he was still there? Oh, he I thought he there. left. But he um, wasn't hanging out upstairs smoking, so we were like, I don't yeah, know, we were like, you know, there's nothing, not there really a whole else to lot do. Going all on, the all the locals talking. were gone. They were packing out. Yeah, because they were going a, to open oh, mics. Yeah. yeah. Um. So anyway, we're walking out of Vulcan Gas Company. I have my to go s'mores. Yeah. I have just taken a bite of. Yeah. Just In the taken of a taking bite. A bite. Of. And who else is at the doorway other than goddamn Tony Hinchcliffe? And he, I turned to shake his hand, like put my hand out to shake his hand, which by the way, like nobody gives a fuck about shaking hands here. So, okay. We're all washing our hands. We're all using hand sanitizer. Wash your fucking hands. Wash your goddamn hands. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. Don't touch your face all the time. Yep. Anyway, uh... I go to shake Tony's hand because, like, I'm at least going to do that. Like, I've already talked to Red Band. Like, he is already famous. Like, he's Joe Rogan adjacent, at least. <laughs> um, anyway, so I uh, go to shake Tony's hand, and he's like, what's up? Are y'all leaving? Like, Yeah, just what taking, are you doing? You're just taking just dessert like, and going? Yep, and I'm mid-bite, and I'm just like, oh, my God. What? I can't even, like, defend myself. I can't even defend it's so fucking good. Um, it was so good. I was like, "This is so delicious." I did bite. I was and I was like, "Yeah, you know, we're kind of thinking about it. It was getting kind of late and yeah. stuff and uh, um, whatnot or whatever." And he was like, "Okay, well, uh, you know." It's like, "Have you seen you the guys, bar? You guys were you came to out? see the show yeah. and everything." And I was like, "Yeah, I actually <laughs> put my name in the bucket and." 
was hoping to get called up and his face just sunk. Dropped. He, it was Fucking like, immediately dropped. Oh, holy shit. There's no justice in the world. Like, he asked me if I was coming back next Monday to try again and I was like, I can't, like, I'm yeah. gotta go back and get mm-hmm. to work. And, um, that's when he told us about, you know, everybody that gone up there you know, was like a local yep. that's been trying for a while and he really likes it when, you know, when that crazy chance happens and the one week that you're here for it or the first time that you're ever at Kill Tony, you get to go up on stage. He, he was like, it's your loves, first time in Austin, too? He loves Damn. doing that. Um, yep. He loves popping people's cherries, I guess. <laughs> um, but anyway, so... He was like, why don't you guys, you know, hang around Gra- for another, yeah. grab another drink or something. And I was like, you know what? He's like, enjoy the we band. Got, we got like, nothing else to do. We're on vacation. Hell yeah. Well, <laughs> I was like, if you want me to hang out, we'll hang out. And he was like, I want you to hang out, but I don't like the way that you're saying it. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of gave him a, you know, like creepy little suggestive, wink. And then yeah, suggestive wink. And he's like, as long inside. as there's not awkward eye contact i'm down for anything yeah. but not anything <laughs> i was like is this is this, did he just hit up a boyfriend like wait a second <laughs> yeah. so, i know he hot but he might anyway we went back inside and uh at one point um tony was over by the bathrooms go figure and um I was, uh, I was talking to Brittany. I was like, we got to talk to him again, <laughs> but I don't know how to like you know how approach to do this. him. And I was like, all right, I'll go pee. You go pee. We'll come yeah. back. I was like, but I actually like, what if I don't actually have to pee? I don't want to like, <laughs> anyway. So I waited till I actually had to pee and I went over there and went to the bathroom. By this point, Tony is sitting down with Brian and his, you know, Tony's girlfriend and Brian's girlfriend. They're all, yeah. They got this little hangout group and they're all sitting down at their own table. I'm not going to bother them. Yeah. Tony Hinchcliffe's bodyguard is a big dude. Big dude. Like, do not want to fuck with him. Seven Andrews put together. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. It's a lot. (laughs) Anyway, so we just sort of like. I was just standing by the bathroom waiting on Brittany to finish peeing and uh, started talking to one of the door guys there. His name's Connor. Uh, Connor Nutt, apparently. I <laughs> didn't know his last name until I looked at his Instagram just now, but he was one of those people that, like, you know, you hit the search button so they can add <laughs> themselves on your Instagram. And um, anyway, we started talking to him and talking about stand-up comedy and talking about what it's like working at Vulcan and, like, just an amazing dude who, like, really helped super us. Super down-to-earth. Yeah, super down-to-earth. We were talking all for the a while. He wanted to know about pegging, so I was able to help him out in that way. <laughs> um, He's working on a lot of, like, natural women bits. Yeah. So, uh... Got a lot of input there. That yep. was cool as fuck. Like, having a legitimate conversation with someone who is, like, coming at you with, like, literally, I want to understand. Like, I want to get it. Like, I want to know. <laughs> Which, uh, his Instagram handle is goodguyconnor. So, you know. Some Facts, of you, some of you get shoutouts. Some of you don't. 
I don't feel like Hans Kim needs me to put his Instagram out there. It's DJ Hans Kim. Anyway, I'm a suck up. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kill Tony. I believe Tony. the proper term is sub. <laughs> yes, exactly. So anyway, after Kill Tony, that was like pretty much it for the night. We were... We were tapped out. At the like, after party, we it went until the bar closed. They, they came upstairs to kick us out. Yeah, like they, they were like, "Door guys, leave! Like your yeah. shift is over. Like leave." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So get uh, out of here. We all want to go home. <laughs> so we went home. <clears throat> well, home. I keep calling the Airbnb home because it feels so homey. It Thank does you, feel Steve. so homey. I love it. It is just a house. And we just get a bedroom in it. It feels, feels like, like home. <laughs> yes. Austin in general feels like home to me for sure. Like it just so many cool people. So beautiful. So beautiful. So I love beautiful. it. So beautiful. So big. So big. Um, what day did we go paddle boarding? Was that Monday? No, that was Tuesday, right? That was Tuesday. Yep. Because Tuesday we... We went to get Donuts. Donuts. No, so maybe it was Monday no, it that we did paddleboarding, but we didn't take any pictures. So yeah, that's why we were driving back. We were driving back from paddleboarding. Yep. Okay, so Monday we did the paddleboarding, yep. and then Tuesday we did yoga. Yep. Yep. So we went paddleboarding on the river, which Lady was Bird a- Lake. Lady Bird Lake. Gorgeous. You Gorgeous. get both bridges. Took some edibles, obviously, as Duh. we aforementioned. Um. Perfected my river. recipe. Oh my god, it was so peaceful and nice and oh, exactly so what I needed right before no, Kill like, Tony. Super That's crazy right. Boats. It was. Yeah. Oh, it was so beautiful. I was like, this is what it. Yeah, it was. It was what we needed before. Spent some money on toll shit. roads that day, though. <laughs> oh yeah, that is frequent. Probably out spent here. like six dollars on driving just that day. Yeah, just, just that, that day. day. Because it was back and forth a lot of times mm-hmm. on a toll road. I've learned recently that... Just fucking skip them. Just They're the same roads. <laughs> have patience. It's like seven extra minutes to take the regular road. Yeah. The toll roads are cool, though. They're really well built. They're, They're maintained. They are Oh, my literally, fucking God. Fuck rights, bro, road. They are literally Ooh. higher up than all of the poor people roads. And yeah, they have it's the faster hierarchy. speed limits. <laughs> You can go faster. You can do whatever the fuck you want because you're rich. Yes. Fuck y'all. So, um, <laughs> Tuesday, we went to Voodoo Donuts. Oh, we we uh, went to Black Swan Yoga first. Oh, yeah. We took a super chill, restorative, aka uh, adult nap time. <laughs> like they, She said that, but it's yep. still fucking it was, yoga. Yeah, Holy it was shit. real rough. I opened I needed my it so bad. hips. Oh, after my God. Being cramped in a fucking car for 16 hours. And then paddleboarding the day before, too. I highly recommend yoga. Um, Yoga is the best. It is. And then we went to Voodoo Donuts, which, like, (gasps) I hate donuts. I really don't like them. Mm -hmm. They're too sugary. I can't handle it. But Voodoo Donuts has this bacon maple bar Mm -hmm. that is so fucking good. I had the uh, the Portland cream, which is like the Bavarian cream inside a the Eastfield donut 
and then it was chocolate coated with little eyeballs on it. I loved it. I got an adorable picture. Uh, peep my Instagram. G-O-L underscore D underscore L-O-X. Because um, those will all be on there. But And then what was the other one I got? Oh, they had like a limited edition donut, which was a lot of horchata. Which, if you've ever had a horchata beverage, it is absolutely delicious it's like a cinnamon dolce whatever whatever well anyways they uh did the bavarian cream up like that and then did it in the sugary donut on the outside and it was so good and we got some cold brew there and that paired so well their voodoo donuts is huge obviously obviously fucking huge tons of murals on the inside donut trees um and there was a representative there who was donut tasting, and I got to see every single specialty donut that they had ever made and ever was proud of and concocted from the background, and it was absolutely fucking amazing. Yes. Yeah. Fucking Delicious. Love that place. And then we uh, walked down the street to this place that was a um, museum of the weird. Yeah. Re, uh, reminiscent of Pe'ecos and Augusta, except not as cool. Definitely not as cool. Um, Definitely and not And way cool. more expensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why we did not do the museum part. That no. was ridiculous. We Which, just kind of walked around. Who knows? That could have been okay. cool. But I seriously yeah. doubt it's going to be as cool as Pe'ecos Dime Museum because, like, that place has like secret doors and shit. Mm-hmm. That place and it's is fucking a amazing. Whole building of it's like weird a little maze awesome. of yeah, weird and awesome and yes. spectacular. So any Austin peeps listening to this, if you ever come to Augusta, Georgia, go to our dime museum. Check out the fucking dime museum. It's gorgeous. Um, Love also, it. if you come to Augusta, Georgia, probably just hit me up because like mm-hmm. we'll give you the lowdown. Give you the lowdown on everything. There's it won't take long. Nope. It won't take long. There's not a whole lot nope. going on. But there is some stuff. Um, so anyway, then that night was also another creek in the cave. Open mic. Open mic. Yeah. And that one, I feel like I did pretty well on. Actually, Audrey Scott was one of the hosts there, as well as Bianca F- something. It's a PH. <laughs> Uh, Bianca, oh, no, it's not. Bianca Parado. Um, she was hosting, she was the main host, and then Audrey Scott was guest subbing, hosting, whatever. Yeah. like Co- they switched halfway or something. Yep. Um, which is a cool idea, it's especially really neat when you have, like, lists yeah, when you have comics. 40 fucking comics. And that's just your lottery page? Like, that's, that's not yeah. even counting your standby page? Yeah. It's That's, fucking insane. That's usually the two systems. I have any idea that a standby list was a fucking thing mm-hmm. until I got here. I was like, holy shit. You guys have more than four people sign up? Yeah. What? Um, so, yeah, that's how Joe's is going. But anyway, <laughs> um, you guys definitely need to start coming out to Joe's Underground. I'm working Facts. on some promotional stuff right now. I am actually signing up for OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah. So. Submitted the verification, what, yesterday? Yeah, but they rejected it. I guess I didn't take a good enough picture with my ID. 
Like, oh, oh well, that that's an easy fix. I guess so. It's, it doesn't seem that easy. They're just going to yeah. reject the shit again. I'm not good no. at taking pictures. I'll take um, the pictures. I guess you. But yeah, I guess they have to confirm that you're not a fucking minor. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm starting that, and I'm planning on offering a free month subscription to anybody that shows up to Joe's Underground Open Mic. Anybody and everybody. At least if it's your first time. I'm not just yeah. going to give away free yeah. months. You can't just come to Joe's once a month. Okay? You're to come every week. Which means <laughs> i got to figure out another promotion. But, still. Um, after that was... Uh, oh, we went directly from there after he performed. Because we couldn't stay. There was another open mic happening at um, Buzzmill. Buzz Yes. Buzz oh mill. my god. Um, I will have the picture posted on my Instagram of the literal wall. It is the wall of whiskey. Yeah. Whiskey and moonshine. It was like it's... whiskey and moonshine shots. Yes. Oh, and it's all in these giant, like almost mason jar. Like looking sweet things. tea. Yeah. Sweet tea dispenser, like old yeah. summer family reunion style. So they, so they let tons the whiskey... of them. They let the whiskey soak in there with whatever they want to flavor it with. The one that I decided to try was espresso vanilla whiskey. And let me tell you how, like, it almost made me cry. It was so fucking good. And the shot was only $5, and it was like a hefty little, you know, like, it was a solid amount for you to just sip on. I sipped on that for the probably, rest about, of the night. probably about half Most, of that open yeah. mic, yeah. Um, which I was on the standby list for that open mic, so I didn't actually get to perform at Buzzmill, but it was looking like a rough crowd anyway. It was a really rough crowd. Oh my god, like, biggest outdoor, audience. Outdoor audience. open mics are just weird, mm -hmm. I think. Outdoor is a different vibe. There's gotta be some way to conquer it, I'm sure. As a stand-up comedian, there's a way to do outdoor where you can... it be... Yeah, it can be solid. Yeah. But I don't... It's something everybody, it I think, yeah. is figuring out. Because rough. until coronavirus, nobody even thought about doing outdoor comedy. Because why? Mm-hmm. Like, you want laughs to be hitting the walls and coming back at you so that more people start laughing. Like... Yeah. That's why low ceilings are good in comedy clubs. Oh, I never knew that. Yep. Because cool. it and that's why social distancing also sucks for comedy clubs mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. laughter is literally contagious. And if you make it less contagious by making people, you know, farther apart and or like sitting all around the edges of the back of the room, then it's harder to get people laughing. Yep. Um that makes sense. But so, damn, yeah. that place was amazing. I had a honey lavender chai because they also had a full tea bar and espresso bar and everything too. Um, that is one thing I am so respectful for of all these combo bars. Also, eating vegan out here. Haven't been able to because we're on a budget, but phenomenal options. We did yeah, have tons a. Of options. Um, we had our first. 
first night was our food truck experience. Yeah, we got hot that dogs. That was amazing. Diddy dogs. D-I-T-T-Y. Diddy dogs. They were delicious. Fucking delicious. Like five different sauces, some crunchy shit on top with like caramelized onions and mushrooms and peppers and all kinds of shit. Like fully loaded. Every single one was fully loaded. So good. You know something I just realized? Is that like... You know, one thing I hate about going on vacation is when you come back and have to tell everybody about the entire vacation. Mm-hmm. Well, like, it's only because, like, you have to tell it so many Seven times. Seven billion right? times, yeah. Well, now I can just recorded. send people a link. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. It's recorded. You want to know? God. Here you go. <laughs> you want to know how my Austin trip was? Listen Ugh. to the fucking podcast. Everybody on the group page, listen to the fucking podcast. Yes, please. Well, you know what? If they don't listen to the podcast, they're not going to hear this. So True, but whatever. You know what? (laughs) If you just wanted to, if you're only listening to this because you wanted to know how my Austin trip was, listen to the rest of them. (laughs) They're good. I promise. I like, I don't know. They're good. They're good. Don't let himself deprecate all over this Austin trip podcast. Anyway, he's no, a little this... he's a little whiny. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that don't understand the pun, I'm drinking wine. Um, yeah, I bought a bottle of wine at the beginning of this week, thinking like, I'll just drink this when I get home from open mics. Open mics are uh, until 2 a.m. I'm not doing anything when I get home nope, except for passing sleeping. out. So Fucking here sleeping. I am, 1.27 p.m., <laughs> trying Austin to, time. Austin time, trying to, you know, not waste this bottle that I bought. Um, and yeah, it's not like, too much planned. It's, it's not like you can bring it anywhere. Thing. Yeah. I might, yeah. Anyway. Um, where were we? Let's All right, see. Buzz we did Creek in the Cave, yeah, Buzz Mill. Buzz Mill. The next day. Next day was, um, what was this? What did we do Wednesday. during the day? We went Wacky shopping, Wednesday. right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a shopping day. Shopping. We, we went, went to, get to a crystal store. Yeah, I got a bunch of new crystals. That I got was some fucking stickers. Awesome. I got two that I can actually put on my dreads. I got um, a tiger's eye, which is a cool cube shape. Like, it almost looks like, like a, a perfect D6. cube. But, yeah. Yeah, it's really fucking neat. And then um, a little piece of turquoise because they had a dollar bin, like a 50-cent dollar bin, 30-cent, whatever. Um, and it's just like the shards. And that's what I like to put in my dreads because they're easier to wire wrap. and Pebbles. You know. Yeah, they're like little little pebbles. They're not quite crystals. They're little baby pebbles. Um, but yeah, and then I found a dope-ass one for, uh, it's Lazulite, I believe, but that's gonna be my meditation stone for letting go of negative patterns. That's what I'm, what I'm working on. Austin is definitely helping with that. Um, you know, actually, like, planning out my day and having time to do the shit I need to do. Um. So... So yeah, that was fucking dope as shit because we didn't yeah. we didn't have anything to do until later, which was the next Creek in the Cave open mic. Well, no, the next thing was um, kick butt. Oh yeah, kick well, butt coffee. It was. 
It was Lucky Duck. We had to go to a bar called the Lucky Duck to sign up. Oh, for up. sign up. Sign up at, was at yeah. six. Because sign up was at lottery six. Lottery pool for the first 40 slots, which is a common it's a common thing. So, you know, when comedy is an actual thing. Yes. Oh, and it's such a fantastic idea, too. Because, like, you know how a line, like, a line of people makes people want to, like, beat each other up or show up four hours early to a thing? Yeah. Well... What if you were in line for a random numbered slot on an open mic? Would you give a shit if you showed up three hours early? No, you wouldn't. Because being first in line means nothing. So, you know, if you do a lottery system, it cuts that entire motivation to be an asshole about a line. Everyone just gets there maybe, maybe 15 minutes early. Maybe. That's yeah. like pushing it. 15 yeah. minutes early, maybe. Yeah. Everyone gets their number. Well, you can, see, and that's because there's a lot of people. That's there's the a lot of people. Yeah, that's early. another Yeah, that's another reason. It's like the you first, show up early because you want to get a number. The first 40 people yep. get a number out of the that's lottery poll. Only the first 40 people. Only the first 40. <laughs> that's so crazy to me. Like, only the first 40. Like, that's just comedians. My biggest sign-up list at Joe's, I think, was probably nine people. And that's including musicians, yeah, including anybody. people that wanted to just get up there and kind of do karaoke. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so we went to sign up at the Lucky Duck, and then the show at the Lucky Duck didn't start until 8 p.m. So there's a two-hour window between sign up and the start of the show. And in that two-hour window at 7.30, there was a place called Kick Butt Coffee, Fucking phenomenal. Phenomenal coffee. Best pecan cold brew. We're definitely going back and getting the concentrate. I keep thinking about it too much to not go get it. Yep, we gotta go get it. Anyways, <laughs> best cold brew ever that I've ever had in my life. I mean, like, I've been to Seattle. I've been to fucking Australia. I've been all over Europe. Like, best cold brew I have ever had. I've never been Ever. there, but Seattle seems like one of those places that brags about how good their coffee is when it's, it's really okay. not. It's just it's, it shouldn't be as big of a thing. It's, it's just, just a that vibe there's a I get. lot. That's the thing about Seattle is that there's just a lot of coffee shops. So you know everyone's got to have the best coffee in Seattle. Well, but anyways. there's literally a company called Seattle's Best. So mm-hmm. how are you gonna do that? Exactly. Um. So we went to Kick Butt Coffee, obviously got some coffee. We're trying to save money here, but everything in Austin's so awesome, and it's so consumable. Awesome. It's gone after five minutes. Yeah. It's food or it's drink, and it's so good, but I... Ugh. Yes. Anyway. Kick Butt Coffee. It's next Kick to butt coffee. a dojo, Tai Chi... Everything. Everything. They teach yeah, everything. Tai Chi, Jiu Jitsu, uh-huh. I think. I think the owner is the guy that was there last time we were there and owns the I think the he dojo owns the too. coffee shop. I don't know. The, well. I think it's both because I don't think he would be allowed to probably. record stuff if that wasn't well, his. Well, and I don't know if it's even recording, but they have a live stream of the karate slash. Or, well, they have a live stream of the dojo next mm-hmm. door. On a TV in the coffee house, which also has a full bar, by the way. Facts. So, like... All of them have, like, coffee. It's a legit venue, and Mm -hmm. their, like, little slogan or whatever is, like, the best 
venue that you thought was just a coffee house, and they are absolutely right. Facts. I thought it was just a little fucking hole in the wall, in the wall cafe coffee house for show up. But no, that place is a venue. Like that's yep. awesome. They have posters everywhere of every single fucking event. There's so many events going on. Um, so I love everybody's bathrooms here. Most of the bathrooms are like, just wash your fucking hands, you idiot. Doesn't matter if you see a dick. Boo. Oh yeah. Like it's, it's not chill separated. Chill the fuck out. Like <laughs> by, uh, quote gender. Anyway, um, I did not end up going up at Kickbutt Coffee because my slot was not coming up and like the random number that I had pulled was like really close to the end and I was like really worried that my number was about to come up at Lucky Duck and I was like Lucky Duck seemed like where more people were going yeah most of the comedians were heading out that way already yeah see that's the thing too is like or if you're the last one if you're the last one to perform at an open mic then like all the other comedians who were there to perform and are gone because they have another open mic to get to just like everybody else and like no the herd the herd is moving the herd is moving <laughs> yeah no problem there i understand completely it's just so like had i was, to make a sacrifice there but it wasn't bad we got you know dope cold brew from yes. it saw a lot of a lot of the locals yeah. doing their shit again exactly awesome yeah got to see that cool venue and then went back to the lucky duck which is also a cool venue um that was another outdoor one well it was mic. uh the creek in the cave then lucky duck no creek in the cave was after lucky duck was it yes because they didn't even announce that it was happening until afterwards oh or until we okay. were already at the lucky duck because i had already signed up for the lucky duck i was number 28 then why as we mentioned my earlier video of because that was after yeah, but that doesn't make any sense as know. to why these come up after. Because you probably took a picture of it after I did that. While we were at Creek in the Cave? I think you did. Like, at the end of the night, you took the picture of the ducks. So Lucky Duck has a claw machine game that has a bunch of rubber duckies in it. Oh, yeah! I did take a picture of the, of the ducks afterwards because... Claw machine Andrew's talking about... I, um, it was like a dollar, dollar to swipe your card and you get three games. Yeah, you get three tries at the claw machine. This motherfucker right here got all three fucking ducks. Every single duck I wanted. For a dollar. Every single duck I fucking wanted. There was one time in my entire life I have been that lucky at a claw machine game. And it was at a Fuddrockers when I was like, I don't know, Fuddruckers. 10 or 11. Yeah, Fuddrockers. Yeah. Fuddruckers. 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 I fucking love that in uh, um, Idiocracy. When it's like the uh, the devolution of the Fuddrockers mm-hmm. name and eventually it's just buttfuckers. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so I was like 10 or 11 at a Fuddrockers. And uh, they had a claw machine game. And you know what I won out of that claw machine game? It was a plush NASCAR. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Yuck. I was going for something else. My ducks are fucking a lot more amazing. The ducks are lit. They're aliens. I got two little alien ducks and then a little division duck with small ass beady eyes. And he's Literally got the divide symbol. Yep. I Um, love it. I love every single one of them. 
Lucky Ducks was fucking awesome too. I do like their outdoor setup. I yeah. love their outdoor setup. They oh, had yeah. their own food there truck. There was one table I had cracking up the whole time. <laughs> Everybody had that table cracking up, to be mm-hmm. fair. I'm pretty sure they were just the really audience. good people. <laughs> um, there were a few other people yeah, in the audience that tables. were not comedians, but um, that particular table was really enjoying the show. They loved it. They loved it. Uh, they had a fart soundboard. <laughs> oh, yeah, the host there. Oh, my God. And he... What's his name? Yeah. Hold on, let me let me look it up. I've got him. Uh oh, I gotta delete that. And then let's see. Uh, I don't know. Let's see, followers maybe on that. Cause I followed him back, but let's see who. Can I sort it by recent? No. I don't know. I'm I haven't been too Instagram savvy much either. Uh, go to the Lucky Duck page or the comedy page because it will oh, say who hosted it on Lucky the flyer. Lucky Duck. Um. Well. Anyway, he had this fucking soundboard going the entire time on his phone <laughs> that did like fart noises as but everybody was getting different. off stage. Like, yeah. uh, there was this one guy, he's he's clearly country as fuck. Like, wears suspenders, blue jeans, cowboy boots, has his bolo tie and his fucking hat on, and he talks with the draw. The draw. Like, he's had too much spit. We're still on Tuesday, right? I think so. Yeah. Nope, nope, we're done with Tuesday. This is, uh, this, this is Wednesday. This is Wednesday? This is Wacky Wednesday with wacky Bridget. Wacky Wednesday. <laughs> Holy shit! Yo. So after the lucky duck, after the lucky duck, we went to the creek in the cave because another open Last mic got open announced. Mic of the night. Yep. Yep. Um, so this is the third mic I had been to that night, and they had a show, so it started early. They had a show afterwards Mm-mm. at the creek in the cave. Mm-mm. Or what? That was the one. Oh, that was this hosted is the last Audrey. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the Bridget yeah, okay, one. Okay, so this is the Bridget. One. Yes. <laughs> so. We get to this open mic, and there's like one all of the table comedians are of there, audience. but there's one table that is the actual fucking audience because they had had a show that had just finished up right before the open mic. So there was some people that decided, okay, we'll stick around yeah. and keep listening to comedy. It's you know, it's really fucking fun, everybody. I don't know. Just do it. Just come fucking watch do it. it. Just come watch it. Even if you don't want to do comedy, just come fucking watch it. Like it's so hilarious. hilarious. I love everyone's all of these cool as fuck. Yeah, everyone's cool as fuck. Just um, get that road burn. Anyway, oh. <laughs> uh, huh. so there was this table. One. It was these two women and this one guy, and. They had so many empty cups on that table. You could it tell. It was ridiculous. They were, they were there for a plastered. Oh, my God. And then there was this one. The one lady was, like, super, super duper gone. And one her of the comedians. was Bridget. Yeah. Eventually <laughs> asked her, her name and started messing with her. And found out she was Bridget because she was like talking during the shit. And like oh, when yeah. the only audience, when a third of the audience is talking, like you address it, address it probably. Um, 
All these comedians are locals. They're yep. just fucking chilling, you know. They're doing their yep. open mic thing. They're running their bits. And yeah. Bridget's running her bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, and mad props to everybody that went up against Bridget because you all did a phenomenal job. Phenomenal. Like, tactful as Yes. Such fuck. an easy target to have possibly, like, Just gone way yeah. too far and trashed it. But I loved the, like, nuance and the camaraderie. Yeah. And you kept her in the show. Mm-hmm. Like, she didn't want to leave. Thing. She didn't feel attacked. It was just you were making fun of her, and her and her friends were all laughing, and I mm-hmm. loved it. And it I was so good. Feel like I helped contribute a little bit to that. <laughs> yes, um, yes, have, you did. <laughs> I have that set recorded, yep. which I may actually post that one just because yes, it, was it was such rigid. an original, different thing that I'm never gonna do. I'm never gonna replicate that. Yeah. So might as well put it out there for people to watch, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway. So, just a couple of people, well, for sure I want to shout out, um, god damn it, I wish Facebook or Instagram would let me... Just recent it, yeah. Recent this shit. Uh, but Dean Stanfield is hilarious. Oh my god, he's fucking amazing. He wears American flag Crocs with jorts, a fucking Texas belt. And has a mullet and is usually wearing some kind of racing shirt or something. Yes. This is an American boy right here in Texas. <laughs> um, let me see if I can find people. Um, God damn it. Names, y'all. This. It's hard. The Rocket... Whatever his fucking first name is. John, maybe. Oh, man. I hate this. (laughs) I really want to shout y'all out. I really have nothing but mad respect for everybody. But anyway. I don't see. I don't see. I'm sure it'll be on here at some point. Fucking A, babe. Oh, you're... Oh, my God. (laughs) I mean, like, and it has my recent searches, but they're not in there. Yeah. Huh. Weird. All right, we'll figure Instagram out one of these days. We'll figure Instagram out one of these days. But holy shit... I was cracking up so hard the way that some of these people were making fun of goddamn Bridget, telling her to <laughs> shut the fuck up. In the nicest way. In the nicest way possible. possible. In, in the, the most nicest way possible. Hysterical it way possible. It was amazing. Absolutely yes. amazing. And. I will forever remember that night because I now have three ducks. To symbolize. Yes. I have three ducks to symbolize Bridget, so her difficult. friend, and the dude who was getting oh mad pussy she kept from saying, both. Yes. Oh, yeah. They definitely... Well, okay. So, throughout the night, Bridget was constantly saying, 
Uh, people were say asking like, "Are y'all a throuple? Is this yeah, a threesome a that's couple? about to happen yep. later?" They were like, they "Nope, s- already happened." They answered everything. <laughs> yeah, they said, "Nope, it already happened." And then yep. we're Bridget, just out having fun now. These are my friends. Like we Bridget, fuck whatever. <laughs> Bridget constantly kept saying, "It's free, but it'll cost him." <laughs> like I don't know if she thought that she was on stage. But she kept saying, it's free, but it'll cost them like it was a punchline. And then somebody, I can't remember fucking who, because it's all blending together. But goddamn, somebody, like, used that as a fucking punchline. And I was like, that's how you should do that. Um, that's definitely how you should do that. Fucking phenomenal. And like one guy's got a legitimate five minute set of him doing nothing but ripping on Bridget yeah. with homeboy's sound thing. And like apparently this comedian, his one of his favorite things are like corny ass fart jokes. So like he's just going in on Bridget well, with these fart noises. Yes. Oh my Going god. Going in. Yeah, the host was just playing the soundboard with the fart noises the whole time. It was so good. It was so well timed. It was a I theme for the night. It was a theme for the night, for sure. To be that host for somebody for at an open mic. I need to be that like Rhonda. Um so where? <laughs> right, yeah. Watch out, Rhonda. I'm I'm coming for your set. I've already thought about this. Your set would be so much funnier with fart sounds as the punchlines. Like, your punchlines are solid. Don't get me wrong. Just like this dude's punchlines were solid. But you know what gets people started laughing? Farts. <laughs> that. Like, oh my god. It, it just gives you that kick in the gut that you need to just start laughing. And then you realize that you're actually laughing at the joke actually, that just happened. Yeah, and it's actually legitimate laughter. Yeah. Like, um, so phenomenal. And then the guy who closed out the night. The guy who was the last guy on stage. He went up there and I guess he knows the host or something. And this was one of those late, late night mics. So this it's was only comedian. This was and two like, o'clock in the, in fucking, the morning. fucking morning. Yes. So he's going on stage at two a.m. and it was like, oh my god! It was like Nick Schwartzen meets Dimitri Martin with fart noises. I, dude's a fucking genius. I don't know. <laughs> it was fucking. I loved great. it so much. It was. <laughs> It was not just for fart noises either, but there was also like uh, every once in a while ago, yeah, porn. like sex porn noises porn or like the, the Pornhub theme song, yeah. or like um, bruh, bruh, and it's like he's telling his punchline and nobody's laughing, and then he goes bruh over the speaker, and he's like, yeah, bruh. And it gets to the point where he's like, you know what? I'm going to just start fucking stripping. Like, every single That was at the beginning. Time. Oh, was that at the yeah. start? Oh, yes, shit. that was the beginning. He what said, every time you play that Pornhub noise, I'm going to undo another button on my shirt. He eventually <laughs> got all the way down his shirt and started unbuttoning his pants. It was fucking... He did the whole set like that. It was, <gasps> it was so fucking hilarious. Oh, and I wish I could remember his name! I can't remember his name. I hope we run into him. I, yeah, we like go. I said, you got to get everyone on their social meds before. I'm trying. Yep. I'm trying. Get them before we I'm leave. going as I can. I don't want to be a creep. Yeah. I don't want to be like. He doesn't want to be a creep, but guess where you 
Stalk the people. <laughs> yes. Stalk what you want. <laughs> so we've come past Bridget. Oh yes, we've we've come past Bridget. We um, are Bridget to... actually got a little solicited there at the end too. That was oh a by kind a few of, a, of them. Yeah, there were there were two two guys that were. Uh, well, every single person let's after just, them, Bridget was given say, a show as well. So let's just say it's not free, but it'll cost them. <laughs> um, so we're on to Thursday, which is yesterday. Yep, as it was a pretty, uh, you know, pretty chill day. We uh, we had to do laundry Wednesday, so you know we had clothes to go out finally again and. Yes. Um, I had you know, learned had a whole that day, a whole you should day. bring a jacket to these open mics because I wear half a shirt and these <laughs> bars keep it 62 degrees in there. Oh, it's it's so fucking cold. It's freezing. It's so cold. It hurts to be cold. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All of my muscles are tensing the entire time and it hurts to yeah. be cold. Um, so anyway, Thursday, we decided to go to Blanton Art Museum. Yes, because uh, the only other thing that we had planned, uh, we got hooked up with a great deal. Don't want to give shout outs because I don't know, you know, what's the deal with that. Uh, but anyways, we got talked into going to the secret show on Thursday, which is late as fuck still. So, you know, we don't got anywhere to be till like seven. So we have a whole fucking day. And I want to see some goddamn art. Like, Texas has so many cool, like, museums and outdoor, like, nature parks and shit like that. It's, it's you know, it's a fucking college town. Like, it is one of those college towns. It's a crazy-ass city full of dope-ass weird people that are doing cool shit. Yes. And one of those cool-ass shit is a literal college-run and organized... Like, people, like, of course, famous artists donate to the museum, but it is the museum ran by the college students, the art students, the art eclectics of Austin. Like, this is all packed into it, and it is the Blanton Art Museum. If you ever, ever have the chance you're ever in Austin. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm messing around with my nuts. Um... (laughs) It's hilarious. (laughs) Anyways, dopest shit place. Tons of very unique art. I love how they spaced it out. Um, They pretty much made a maze in this very architectural styled building. And it's gorgeous. So fucking gorgeous. So, of course, like paintings scattered throughout. Sculptures scattered throughout. Um, you walk in, there's a huge bone diorama that's turned into an art installation. Um, and, you know, we go through all the paintings. We see all kinds of cool-ass shit. I am definitely featured in one as an aerialist in the circus. It was fucking awesome. It, it spoke to me. Um, another dope installation was a... Oh, I took uh, I took a picture yes. of the okay. It's called Sildo Merlis. Mer- yeah, Sildo Merlis by Rio de. It's from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, um, and it's about the like how to build. So it's called How to Build Cathedrals is the translation, I guess, or or the yeah premise so of it. The basically, of this it. thing was 
a bunch of pennies it on was the floor, here's like the in exact, a exact numbers. It was six hundred thousand coins. Let me let me let me describe it first. Okay, and yeah, then, you describe it first. So it was a bunch of pennies in like a uh, in ground, like like as if it were like a koi pond, but it's just filled with pennies, and then a stack up going through the center of the pennies of communion wafers just a bunch of communion wafers on top of each other reaching up into a bunch of cow cow bones cow cow femurs that were hanging from the ceiling so the pennies were being connected to the cattle femurs with this stack of communion wafers and then there was a bunch of paving stones around Mm -hmm. the edges of it and it was cloaked in a black cloth so when you like saw it from afar we thought it was mushrooms. We thought it was mushrooms on the ceiling in an art installation or whatever. So that's yeah. like what attracted to us because it's all lit up too. So it's, you know, pennies are super shiny. We'll the post bones, a picture everything. of that Yeah, too. we'll have a whole picture and video of it or whatever. Um, but it is 600,000 pennies, 800 communion wafers, 2,000 cattle bones, 80 paving stones, and a black curtain. Yeah. It was a gift of the Peter Norton Family Foundation. So that's how the museum got it. But it its symbolic elements are uh, tied to Catholicism and how they were tying... They started tying the region of um, the economy into the religion. Like, the they started building all the fucking indigenous cathedrals and all the missions started, you know, going around all the colonial places and spreading the mass, like, religious jargon. Um, yeah. And it was, it was so insane. So insane. Like, the premise behind, like, that impact of what the church did and where it led and the Let's, death tied to the cathedrals and yeah so listen to this the work's symbolic elements reveal the complicit relationship between material power coins spiritual power the communion wafers and tragedy the bones while the black shroud and the overhead lighting evoke ideas of life and death Mariella's use of cattle bones references the importance of ranching within the region's colonial economy yet the bones physical resemblance to the human femur also alludes to the human losses associated with forced acculturation fucking wild such an impactful experience such an impactful piece of artwork so crazy amazing so cool tons of like i said you know sculptures Tons of different medium. There was a lot of, like, optical illusionists that were, yeah. you know, featuring their art on entire wall spaces. Um, their second story was all of their, like, permanent resident art pieces and shit. Um, but their first story is just visiting art. So there was... Um, i got to scroll through all these fucking pictures. There's something called so Valley... Um, and then there was Black is Oh, yeah, yeah, so Valley was the, it was a filmed... Judy Garland. Yeah, Judy Garland had to do a wardrobe take, so they do wardrobe takes of every piece and gestures of the wardrobe, so you know they can get lighting, they can get her 
on there. But anyways, Judy Garland actually um, lost a lot of these roles because of her struggle with addiction and, you know, all that stuff. So it was showcasing the differences of her being so shy in front of the camera, even though she... You know, went through the phases of like all her different wardrobe changes. Yeah. So they roped they, it all together and took a ton of. Well, they filmed like nine different women mm-hmm. in like uh, reenacting the same all wardrobe. Of, tests. Yeah, all of her wardrobe tests. Like not all. Yeah. But, you know. The and then they main play one. all nine of them at the same time, all the way around you, projected on different walls of the room. So it's like this very ominous. Um, I don't know. Like it's just feels. They were portraying her, so you felt like right. Yeah. You felt like her, the shyness of when they when she would have to turn around and what how like closed off and the gesture gestures of like her insecurities and her like, and then would turn around. You know, they would tell her to say a line, and because you know she was good at what she fucking did. Anytime she was acting in front of the camera, it came off as natural. So any of her gestures would be complete 180 with her literal 180 of turning around in different wardrobe styles and reenacting her line scripts and it being such a vast, like, you could feel yeah the confidence switch from the sheltered, fucking ominous shame and guilt and shit. Yeah. Super impactful. Um, and then on the other side was the other visiting one, which is Black is Beautiful. Um, I don't know if I have the... Artist name. Oh, nope. I didn't take a picture. It's um, a photographer. But it's though. a photographer, and she showcased through the different eras of um, all the different Black Lives Matter movement ties and the symbolism of the cultural fucking stigma from society and all of the extremely powerful impactful moments in history and all of the leaders that are behind it now and you know showcasing different women from all over africa and all all over like the congo everywhere every every single place um and just tied that in that photography and it was so fucking powerful like you you can feel the the black is beautiful like that is that such a apt name for the installation and it was gorgeous it was phenomenal. so fucking gorgeous yeah and then outside they have a whole extra building that the yep. entire building is basically a work of art mm-hmm. and rainbow um, paneled stained glass on yeah. each side so it catches every bit of sun every single fucking bit of sun it's dope as shit it looks like little domes just put together um the entrance is just the <laughs> i got really good pictures for andrew's only fans um <laughs> oh my God. he's gonna have dope ass fucking only fans content y'all it's gonna be insane i i can't wait for this Anyways, so we got some of the content um, with his fucking flowing ass locks. Oh, so jealous. He's so attractive. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, the entrance is just, you know, stacked, the stacked brick of the stained glass. Um, It's a huge fucking concrete building. And 
it's just archways. It's just archway domes put together. We can if anybody wants to see this. Yeah, we have tons of pictures. Just follow Goldie, us on Instagram. Goldie Locks on Instagram mm-hmm. with underscores. It's G O L underscore yep. D underscore L O X or Havoc Comedy, and then you can find her through there too. Yep. Um, Anyways, and it's we'll post the fucking pictures. Tons of dope ass paneling and lighting. Yeah. Um. But so you know the museum didn't last that long. That was like what two hours? Almost two, three. Two, three hours. Almost three hours. Yep. So it doesn't take much to get along. Get get along from a day. Um. And so we had plenty of fucking time to kill again. And I wanted to hit up these parks because there's tons, tons of fucking parks in Austin. P.S. Don't go in late afternoon. Most of like the other shit that the parks offer are is closed, which you know didn't know, but oh well, learned my lesson. Yeah. Um. So some of it was tad overwhelming, but we went to a dope ass uh nature center. So Austin has by their stadium a nature center and pervert preserve science preserve. Um. So a whole bunch of like butterflies. They carve out a huge section of the foliage for that they um do a lot of prehistoric plants and like you know the fossil digs for the kids and the places that were closed were the main trails that went through the exhibits and all the different things like that so fortunately didn't get to see that but um well that was closed just this week for construction it was just it wasn't because we got there late it was just the wrong week to be here Mm -hmm. so well, we it was by know. reservation only till well, one o'clock, so yeah. we didn't do the reservation, but we saw a bunch of cool ass shit. Yeah. Um, and then, and then there's this place called Mayfield Park, I believe. Um, I think that's right. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called, but they have uh, just roaming peacocks in koi pond. Um, and I'm thinking the peacocks are just on the land, like so we park and we. Go on the trails. Um, yeah, there's like a whole big trail system. It's huge. It's yeah. fucking huge. It's a couple acres. Yeah. Um, and a couple. But yeah, yeah, definitely more than a couple. But the, so we're we're hunting. I'm peacock hunting. This is like my drive for being here. Is like yeah. I want to see these wild ass peacocks. Hiking through like, these random woods because yep. the peacocks are just gonna be hanging out, just chilling. I don't know how peacocks work, but I don't know how peacocks work either. <laughs> I didn't know they were native to uh, our uh, yeah. I didn't Austin, know that was a thing. I don't think they are. I don't think, I think they are either. I yeah, think they, after, they were probably brought here for so sure. So we hike all the way out. Haven't seen a we're fucking peacock. We're sweating our fucking balls off. We found one feather. One feather. Found <laughs> one fucking feather. So I'm like, you know, at least I have a... It was definitely a peacock feather, though. It was for sure a peacock feather. 100% sure. Confirmed now. Yeah. Um, uh, so we found that. We were like, we know there's peacocks here. Yep, there's here, definitely so. peacocks here, so there's proof. We have We started proof. heading back towards the We're like, car. you know, why not? Let's just go grab food or something or whatever. Because, um, you know, we hadn't eaten yet or anything like that, and we're in the middle of the city. Um, and so we're getting ready to leave, and I see this little, like, pond area, and I'm like, okay, let me... We see all this pond stuff. This looks cool. Yeah. It looks dope. Like you start getting a right bit next closer. to the car, mind you. Right next to the car. Right next Literally to the fucking car. Probably fifty feet away from. There the car. is a whole building and a park area dedicated to the peacocks. Yeah, we found them. The whole fucking 
Hunting was right not there. that hard. Hunting was not that hard. Not that fucking hard. Peacocks were just sitting there right next they to the car. They were just chilling. Chilling next yeah. to the fucking car. Whole time. Chilling with their koi pond. Dope ass koi pond. They take very well care of all of their animals. They, they got some big ass Beautiful, huge ass peacocks. Gorgeous male dominated, might I add. There was only a there couple was, females. I think there, there was, was maybe one. one. Yeah, one um, female peacock. But I mean, you know. You know, the female birds be ugly as fuck, dog. Facts. Like. They just dare to pop out the eggs. That's, that's something I should work on with the crop top thing. Because, like, birds, it's, you know, the male of the bird species always have to be the one that's, like, flaunting and attractive mm-hmm. to the other side of the species. So, they like, get in mates. reality, like, why is it that female humans wear crop tops more than male humans? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's somewhere. Yeah, there's something uh, there's there. something there. There's some substance. There's something. Well, needless to say, Andrew has amazing eyeballs. I do not. My eyeballs are failing miserably, so, you know, peep me with some glasses soon. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Doing adult health shit. Ew. Yeah. Gross. Anyways, maybe you, maybe you either should have licked more eyeballs or less eyeballs. I think I don't know. It's, it's that, got something. I don't to do know. With I don't know. Bad eyeball juju. <laughs> fucking no. Yeah. Bad um, eye karma. Anyways, found the fucking peacocks. Found a bunch. Now of I have a fuck ground. ton of feathers because Andrew has great eyes, and I wanted. Um, I almost got attacked by a peacock because I did the. She wanted to get rid of. I wanted to get this fucking feather. It was a big one. It was a big one that had like the start of the little eye pattern and shit. He was right. That peacock was right next to it, though. He was right next to it, napping with his buddy. So I'm already off the path, and I'm over here, you know, just minding my own business. I'm just taking pictures of you. You're obviously used to humans, so whatever. And um, then he stands up. He starts to, like, stick his neck out and shit. And Andrew's like, I don't think that's such a good idea anymore. <laughs> yeah. Andrew is my voice of reason in every animal circumstance. <laughs> Which is wild, because I'm a comedian. <laughs> I should just let you do stuff so I have material. <laughs> <laughs> I should just let so you I get was pecked to death my- by a peacock. <laughs> like... So Brittany really wanted this feather. And so I, I used just, to date know. a vegan, right? Until <laughs> <laughs> she died. She wanted a peacock feather. You can buy peacock feathers, right? Yes, I know. But I wanted the feather. You didn't even get the full-blown ones. Didn't even get the full-blown ones. But I still got patterned feathers. I still got patterned feathers. So anyway, after the peacocks, it was time to head back over to Vulcan Gas Company. Yeah, which I still need to take a picture of the fucking sign. They have a dope-ass sign as soon as you walk in that is complete... Like, you definitely tell some kind of artist did it. it. It's going through the Vulcan fucking logo like it just says the vulcan gas company with the flames and shit and um it's led screened so it's complete animation complete fucking animation which is making every letter of it change like every single letter every part of the background and it's like hardcore metal work like iron work so it reflects and look looks dope as shit i need to get a nice little video of the sign for sure yeah um 
Um, <clears throat> but so anyway, show we time. were there for the Death Squad secret show, which I had no idea was a four-hour-long comedy show. Yeah. Fucking long. worth it. So like, worth it. So many good comedians. So many good comedians. The one guy at the end mentioned that you just sat through a fucking extended edition Lord of the Rings movie. Movie <laughs> worth of comedy. And I was like, yeah, man. Yep. Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> but, like, the thing is, we've been doing that every night anyway. Uh-huh. Just at open mics. Listening to people practice their Hours. same sets yep. over and over again. So, like, this was... Phenomenal hearing people get to do their, their whole show. 15, yep, their whole get to do their whole thing. bit. Oh my god, Hans Kim was there, William Montgomery was there. Fucking, oh, fucking what's her um, name? Heather? Heather? Heather Shaw. Oh my god, I love you. I can't wait for you to become the next Jim Carrey. Heather love Shaw it. is something on Instagram. <laughs> and it, their name on there is Heather Shaw is. Uh, oh wait, it was right there. Heather Shaw is kidding. That's what it is. Uh, on Instagram. So yeah, um, follow her for sure. Fucking hysterical. Awesome Had a phenomenal set. time at that one. There wasn't. We didn't. If there was an after party, we didn't stay because there was a. Um, so fucking exhausted. Too. So fucking exhausted. Yes, number one, <laughs> and then also there was an open mic that was hosted by Hans Kim. That I wanted to be a part of called the Kimchi Mike. It was over at a place called the Romo Room. Which is in a complete different area of Austin. So yeah, it's this like is 20, a complete 30 minutes change outside of scenery. Austin. Complete change of scenery. We've been, you know, in the hardest city, in downtown, bar yep. hopping, you know, with this, like the shops and shit. This for all is... the Augusta peeps was basically SRP Park. Facts. Um, it was basically yep. that area in north augusta right over the river take the first left after you get across the 13th street bridge kind of shit like yuppie white people shit mm-hmm. like we were driving in there called, i was like are we sure there's stand up here it's called the domain yeah it's called the fucking domain it's yeah. got it should be called the imminent domain oh my god oh my fucking god so <laughs> many like shops heavy names like you know, outlet mall style fucking strip, and uh, then that doesn't sound. It was on rich the other people. side. The other side was the outlet. Well, outlets, outlets are rich people. Like they're just going to the Nike fucking store. Like outlets yeah. though are like the cheap version of that, right? Like there's the real Nike store, and then there's a Nike outlet that's cheaper because it's the stuff that. Nike well, it's like an sell. outlet mall. Right. Like outlet yeah. It's mall. the. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know how that anyway, works. Anyways. Regardless. Tons of, you know, I was worried about this room, shit. y'all. Yeah, we were scared. I was literally, you know, I'm on, I'm on what, we took half of small cookie, which was a good choice. Yeah, but good that was choice. before the four that hour long show. show. Yeah. So, I'm not hot. Well, I'm I'm, of, yeah, I'm still, I'm still there. We haven't eaten. We've just been having our drinks. props to these cookies. Mad props to these cookies. Listen to the baker right now. Yeah. Um, I'm good. Good at what I do. I perfected my recipe. Anyways. <laughs> so anyways, we go in there and turns out it's like one of the best mics that I've been to this week. I really loved the one with Bridget because I got to see everybody's yes. cool, like, I got to see everybody handle it. 
Yep. And I loved that. And everybody that I saw it was handle a family it night handled it so yep. fucking well. And like, there were times there were people that went up to handle Bridget, and they were like focusing on Bridget and making Bridget laugh for a minute, and then they would turn around and make fun of Bridget, and the entire perimeter of the entire yep. fucking room would crack the fuck up. And it was just like. There was a show for her. There was a show going on yep. for everybody. And it was, it was simultaneous great. and loved constantly it. swapping Fucking between loved them. It. Loved it. Phenomenal. But the Romo Room was also fun as fuck because it is, it's like compact. Everybody's packed in there yeah. kind of. Um, and and it's, all, it's, a, it's just a little, it's a little fucking room. And a little in stage a too. Little, tiny it's like performing stage. comedy in a fireplace. Yeah. Like the stage has a shorter ceiling than the rest of the room. It's a cutout. It's so like it's a cutout to a wall. Yeah, it's cut out. And like <clears throat> I, I feel like it did pretty well there. That was I a damn good set. I'm so fucking filmed. sad. I didn't record it because I didn't want to record just a piece of the set. Like it Yep. Oh my god. It was but good. It was the best open mic you, Hans he's Kim. had. That was that was amazing. That was fucking cool. Um, and now we're pretty caught up to yeah. what we're doing today. We've pretty much, you know, I mean, we fucked earlier, but that's happened every day. <laughs> we didn't tell you about that so far yet. So <laughs> haven't fucked today yet. No, I'm just kidding. We have. We did. That's what <laughs> that's I was talking about. Said, that's yeah. Uh, yeah okay. That's the only thing. Um, so or, uh, later today we are going to go hiking. To we're where? gonna go on top of Mount. Bono? Mount Bono. Mount... Yeah, I don't know if that's... It's, it's, I think I don't that's know, right. I think I'm pretty sure that's right. Bonnet. No, Bonnet? I'm just... No, I'm just fucking I kidding. I don't know what it's called. Um, Let's see. Mount Bono. Yep, you yeah, were right. Okay, so Mount Bono. There's Covert cover Park or something like that. Yeah. Um, you hike on the top. It's just it's just a Supposedly tiny little hike. there's a good hike. selfie yeah. spot. There's a good selfie spot that you can see all of Austin, all of downtown Austin. We took lots of selfies. We got Fucking lots selfies. of good selfies. Yes. That's what you do when you're on vacation. You just snap them selfies. Take the pictures. Snap them selfies, I guess. <laughs> it's all that matters, right? Is not reality, but remembering what happened reality. in reality. Yeah. Um, and then later tonight, we're going to see the... Congress Bridge Bats. Congress Bridge Bats. Supposedly, it's which the largest are, bat yep. colony in the entire United States, which is fucking wild. So yeah, we're going to go check out some bats. And then tomorrow we've got a. Um, oh, tonight is the midnight. Midnight. Yeah. At Buzz oh yeah. Mill. Midnight at Buzz Mill. We're going back yep. there. Gonna get myself some more espresso vanilla whiskey. <laughs> Shit's fucking awesome. Um, and then uh, tomorrow we're gonna do uh, aerial silks yoga class. Yeah, at Latch Lach. We're gonna hit up Kick Butt. Get some concentrate for the cold oh, brew. Oh yes. Uh, I'm gonna see Can't what open wait. mics are available. There's someone hosting one right after oh, yeah. our silks class. There's at like one at four, Creek, in the Cave, Creek in the Cave, 4 p.m. And um, so yeah, that's our trip to Austin. If you want to hear about the last day of our trip to Austin, because we're leaving Sunday morning early, so yeah. Saturday is literally the only day y'all haven't heard about. And if you want to hear about that, come to Joe's Underground Open Mic Thursday nights. We'll tell y'all about it. 
Sign up is at 9 p.m. in person or just whenever the fuck you show up because we don't have 40 comedians trying to show up to every open <laughs> mic. And, um, yeah, y'all, uh, is there anything else you want to say? Anything else you got? Um, oh, oh, shit! I got a whole, I didn't even talk about any of my souvenirs other than my We daddies. talked about the rocks. Oh, we yeah, We talked about crystals. the stickers. Oh, I got ballin' ass stickers. Andrew's got a, um... Yeah, I got a cool one on my laptop. If you're um, ever on my podcast, you'll see it. Yeah. (laughs) There's Um, some guitar picks in here. Yes, we got some guitar picks. Oh, Andrew got a cool-ass shot glass. I got a shot glass. fucking huge. Yes, because it's Texas and everything's bigger. And, of course, I had to get my coffee mug. Um, Because we were first-timers at uh, the Crystal Shop, though, which is called Crystal Works, I believe. I think so. Um, we got a satchel of lavender seeds, so I will be using the fuck out of that soon. Yep. Um, probably gonna Most make of our oil. souvenirs were free. Facts, because they're, you know... Mostly stickers. Stickers. I love stickers. Stickers. I can't wait to get stickers for this podcast. I can't wait. Yep. Plaster them everywhere. I wish we had them before this, but... Yeah, it'd be all right. We're coming back. We're coming back to Austin, and we will live here. Like that is gonna be a thing. This trip confirmed it. Yeah, you guys, we don't have any other doubts anymore. There's (laughs) nothing else that I want to do with my life (laughs) other than be a stand-up comedian slash podcaster, and this is the place to fucking do that. So, thank you everybody that I've met this week. Thank you, Austin, for being so amazing, and I hope everybody enjoyed this podcast. Throw him to the wolves.